And I walk out to him, I go, Michael, I, I am really going to kick your ass. I'm not kidding. I want to get on the court with you. And I want to, I want to, I really, wanna, I really just want to bust you up. He says, well, we get on the court at 7 a.m. Let's go. Welcome to Decision Point, a podcast about mental toughness and overcoming adversity in sales. I'm Brad Seaman. Welcome to Decision Point. I'm Kyle Hawk, Director of Marketing at Monster Connect, and I want to welcome you to a very special bonus episode of our show. And uh, before we get into it, I want to thank everybody for following along with this first season of Decision Point. We hope that you found the uh, guests and the insights that they've shared in this first season valuable um, in your in your careers and in your life. Um, we've really enjoyed putting together uh, the first season of this show for you, and we've got a lot more to come. But we wanted to cap off the first season of this show uh, with a fun little episode that is actually something that got trimmed out of the last uh, episode of this show you heard with Brandon Steiner. Uh, he's the founder and president of the Steiner Agency and Collectible Exchange, and he's really one of the the pioneers in the sports memorabilia and collectibles industry. And towards the end of our conversation, he shared a really amazing story with us about a time that he attended a uh, basketball camp with Michael Jordan about 20 years ago, back in 2000. And he shared a story of how he goaded Michael into a, a game of four-on-four four and actually beat Michael Jordan in a game of basketball, believe it or not. Uh, we were unfortunately unable to get a hold of, of Michael to, to verify the story or get his his take on it. Um, but we hope that you'll enjoy Brandon as he shares just a, a really uh, fascinating tale of a really special day uh, in his life as he took on Michael Jordan on the basketball court and, and walked away victorious. So without further ado, here's Brandon Steiner sharing that story. You know, the thing about Michael, first of all, he's being extremely generous, which he wasn't back in the 90s with, you know, his interviews and his inner thoughts. And, and all I wanted to do is, you know, go to his basketball camp. So in 2000, I went to his fantasy camp. And that, like the second day, I blew up my calf. So I'm sitting on the side, and I never had an injury. This is 20 years ago, mind you. And he starts walking over to me. I think he's going to sit down, feel a little bad for me. Instead, he steps on my other foot and goes and plays with my team. And I then proceed to cry because I, I could be playing full court with Michael. And consequently, I'm hurt. So I go home. I start working out like Rocky and going crazy. I said, I'm going back to the camp. I'm going to kick this guy's ass. I'm going to go after this guy. I'm going to play the best basketball I've ever played. And in all truth, that's lunacy because I'm at best a mediocre basketball player, no matter how much I play. But, you know, I, I play with Martin so the best I can. I'm working out, I'm playing. So I get to the camp, I see him for the pictures. The first day I said, Michael, I had a dream. I had a dream, I kicked your butt on the basketball court. He says, that sounds more like a nightmare. Anyway, we go out that night where all of a sudden I'm somehow in this little gambling room with him and, and a couple, really just about eight people in, in this little room for a couple hours. He's gambling and everything's cool. And I walk out to him, I go, Michael, I, I am really going to kick your ass. I'm not kidding. I want to get on the court with you. And I want to, I, I, really I really just want to bust you up. He says, well, we get on the court at 7 a.m. Let's go. The next morning, I'm up about 5.30. So I go down to the, to the courts. I'm stretching for about an hour. It was a little excessive, but I felt phenomenal. I felt like, oh, I, I, I felt like the best basketball player on the planet. I felt I could do no wrong. I waited for this day. I worked hard for this day. We get on the court, and we're playing four on four. I immediately get on the court. I go, I got Michael. I got him. On the first play, when one of his teammates shot the ball, I boxed Michael out 10 feet off the court. I grabbed things that another man should not be grabbing. And, I mean, I boxed him literally 10 feet off the court. And he turns to me and goes, who, who are you? 
I said, I'm the guy who's going to kick your ass and it's not going to work out for you today. I'm taking you out. Because in those days back in that camp, he would never let anybody win. He was a very serious competitive guy. Like He's not letting you win because you're going to his camp. He feels bad for you. No. So we're playing. As soon as I get the ball, I go up with the shot. It goes in. Now, he wasn't taking me seriously. He definitely let me take that shot. I'm like, Michael, why don't you play a little defense? Well, can you play defense? Are you getting old? I mean, you want me to take it easy on you? I mean, I'm trash talking like crazy. So we're hanging out. And I, as soon as I get the ball, we're playing. I go up for the second shot. Now, I want to tell you that I am not sure that ball is landing. He comes like Spider-Man. Boom. I mean, not only blocks it, the ball goes three quarts down, and he just starts nodding his head like, I had enough of you. And I got to believe, I, I got to be honest, like as much as I really thought I could handle this guy, I really thought in every bone in my body that I could handle him. He's maybe not that big. Maybe he's just not that good. These are the things I'm telling myself. I think I got him. At that little moment, I was like, that was scary. I was a little nerve-wracking. So we're playing, and I'm confident, and I'm like, okay, I got to make this happen. And it's six to five. He's got the ball. Now, he's, you know, you got the ball and you're palming it. So he's taking the ball, and he's, like, putting it in my face, in and out, in and out. And he's like, I'm about to take you out. And at that point, I do have a little bit of nervousness. I, I, I'm for the first time thinking that maybe this is not going to work out for me. Except Michael makes one little mistake. He passes to this short, stumpy guy under the basket for an easy layup, and he misses the layup. My guy gets the rebound. He passes out to me on the right elbow, two feet over to the right, one foot back. I square up, shoot, boom, tie score. Now, as being a smart basketball player, I, did, I didn't say I was a stupid basketball player. I just said I was moderate talent. I take the ball out immediately, and what I know is I'm going to pass the ball to the worst guy on my team because I want the ball back, and I want to drain another one to, to knock him out. I pass the ball to the corner. I know the guy's scared to death. He's going to give me the ball back. Now I'm on the top of the key on the right side, maybe one foot or two foot over to the right. Michael is trying to come over because he's definitely not going to let me take that shot. But his guy gets in the way. He can't block my shot. I square up, nothing but net, game over. And what was great is the whole camp at that point was kind of surrounding us. And I basically tell Michael to get the hell off the court that maybe he can have winners. Maybe I'll give him a shot at maybe playing me again. Right now, it's my court. You need to sit down, watch me play. My words, verbatim. And thank God I have two witnesses that are friends of mine still to this day that were there at the camp. It was a moment of time, man. I told my wife, which I'm very grateful if you'd ask that question because I love telling the story. I said, put that on my tombstone. So whenever I see Michael, I see him every now and then at an event or golf event. He immediately beelines to me and tells whoever I'm with that I'm a liar, that everything I'm saying is not true. <laughs> and he just, he, he, he just starts nodding his head, man. I said to him, I said, you know I'm telling everybody what I just did to you. You know anybody that will listen, I'm telling them. And I hope that that story relates to people that are listening because it's a fun story. And if I played Michael Jordan 100 times, I mean, there's a chance I'd lose 100. But on that day, I had it in my soul. I had it in my mind that I was going to beat him. And, and I can't stress enough to people listening how important it is to picturalize and dream and, and really kind of take that dream and that, that picturalization because that stuff is very powerful. And if you think it, you can talk yourself into your dreams and you can talk yourself out of your dreams. And I just spent 
eight months talking myself into that dream. Pictured it, everything, 100 times over, hitting the winning shot on him. It's delusional to think I was going to go on the court, trash talk this guy the way I did, and then hit those shots. It's delusional, but it happened. And, it, and, and, it, and I won, and you can never put that toothpaste back in the tube, man. And I tell people it's so powerful to dream and pictureize the things that you really want to do one day and keep working on those pictures. And keep, even though they seem a little out of whack, you'd be surprised that, you know, what, that, what those conversations you have with yourself, you'd be surprised how a lot of those things can happen if you, you know, put some faith behind it and start thinking about how you can execute some of those dreams. You'd be surprised how some of them can come true. And for me on that day, it worked out. I mean, I put eight months of work into it and then I had my day and it worked out for me. All right, a very cool story from Brandon Steiner. Um, pretty amazing to to beat Michael Jordan in a game of basketball. You know, really, our show is all about overcoming adversity, and you know, talk about overcoming adversity, beating Michael Jordan on the basketball court—that's really something. So, thank you to Brandon for coming on the show, and of course, sharing that story. Well, that's going to do it. That's season one of Decision Points. Um, as I mentioned, we're going to have more episodes of our show coming later this year, so stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, if you haven't had a chance to visit our website, come to monsterconnect.com slash podcast. You can revisit all of our episodes there along with some uh, exclusive content. And we've got a special PDF uh, downloadable ebook. Um, It's called The Mental Toughness Playbook. And if you've enjoyed our show and enjoyed listening to the guests and enjoyed a lot of the insights and lessons that they've shared, this playbook is going to be um, really valuable for anybody that's looking to grow as a sales leader and learn more about um, how to grow in mental toughness and overcome adversity. So you can check that out at monsterconnect.com slash podcast. I'm Kyle Hawk. I want to thank you again for joining us in season one of Decision Point. That'll do it for now, but uh, we will be back. So stay tuned. Stay tuned.